I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Program before it ends. I'm Melissa Howell. Remembering a red panda and the day became a local legend in D.C. I remember the rest of the panda. I'm Mike Marillo. The sporting event coming back to Prince George's County for the first time in over 20 years. In Upper Marlboro, I'm John Doman. Dow down 66. At 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Well, we seem to have lost CBS News, and in that case, Sean... Good afternoon. It is 3 o'clock, and we're very happy to have you with us on this beautiful Thursday, October the 20th, 60 degrees. Hello, I'm Hillary Howard. And I'm Sean Anderson. Top local stories we're following for you this hour. Time is running out for Virginians who want to submit public comments on proposed policy changes from Governor Glenn Youngkin. Those changes would impact how transgender students are treated in schools. The public comment period is closing soon on Wednesday of next week. And after that, Governor Yunkin says he expects the local school systems will follow the state policy in accordance with state law, even though some systems, including those in Alexandria and Fairfax County, have said they will not. We can't be in a moment where people can just pick the laws they want to abide by. But it's not clear what Yunkin can do to force school systems to go along with it. The policy would require parental sign-off on the use of any name or pronoun other than what's in a student's official record. Youngkin argues that it's fundamentally rooted in reestablishing the role of parents in these most important decisions. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A student loan program that's forgiven thousands of dollars in debt for D.C. residents is ending soon. Mayor Muriel Bowser is encouraging more residents to apply for the public service loan forgiveness program before it ends this month on the 31st. The D.C. Student Loan Ombudsman is helping residents navigate the program. Those who qualify include anyone who has worked in public service for at least 10 years. That includes nonprofit employees or active duty military. Since the program launched in 2007, turnout across the district has been low. So far this past year, awareness has increased with 15 residents receiving federal loan forgiveness. Residents looking to apply can reach out to the mayor's office. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. WTOP at 302, and we're talking about teachers in Prince William County. Last night, the Prince William County School Board adopted a collective bargaining resolution, but Inside Nova is reporting the union representing county educators is not happy. Members of the Prince William Education Association cited a lack of binding arbitration in that resolution. They also say it has an unfair election process. Well, under this resolution, employees would be broken into two bargaining units, one for teachers, nurses, counselors, and other state-licensed employees, and another unit for non-licensed employees, people who are food workers or bus drivers or maintenance workers. Prince William County Schools is now the biggest school system in Virginia where employees can collectively bargain. It's been a few years, but the Washington International Horse Show is coming back to the D.C. region this year. 
For the first time ever, it will be hosted at the Showplace Arena in Upper Marlboro. County Executive Angela Olsabrook says this event will have an enormous impact on the economy as it returns for the first time in more than 20 years. Prince George's County is also horse country. This is considered a five-star event, one of the biggest on the continent. What that means is that it's essentially the pinnacle of the show jumping equestrian sport. Mary Helen Shaughnessy is the executive director of the show. It's the atmosphere and feeling of, uh, you know, a hockey game or a basketball game or something where it's really electric. And it's the kind of thing that can really stay with our kids for the rest of their lives. This is a way to positively engage our children. With lots of family-friendly and hands-on events on the schedule, too. In Upper Marlboro, John Dome in WTOP News. A beloved tradition has returned to Ocean City's boardwalk, the Sunfest Festival, which is in its 47th year, will run through Sunday on the south end of the boardwalk. And it features food, arts and crafts, free music, a lot of unique activities like a beach maze and a pumpkin race. Ooh, I like that. Sunfest has always been fun. It's one of the region's largest outdoor festivals. In 2013, a red panda named Rusty escaped from the National Zoo and soon afterwards became a major local celebrity. Well, we've learned Rusty has died at the age of 10. WTOP's Mike Morello went back to the neighborhood where the fuzzy escapee was caught to see if his story still has staying power. I was concerned at first with some of the responses I got when I showed a picture of Rusty to people who live here. Is it a chinchilla? But soon found out the story of his great adventure here in Adams Morgan does live on. I remember Rusty the Panda when he escaped. I mean, it, it comes up every time there's a uh, red panda reference in the media. Somebody's always commenting about a... Uh, about Rusty. Why Brian says Rusty's great escape is so fondly remembered here. He's cute, though. I mean, if it was a tiger they got out, it would have been a different story. For Suzanne, she says it taught her what a red panda was. When the picture of the panda was published, I thought I probably have walked by that panda all day long and I just didn't even know it. Hearing that, he's gone. I'm so sad. R.I.P. Gonna miss you, Rusty. And Adams Morgan, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. 305. Declining enrollment is still plaguing colleges and universities across the country. That's according to new data from the National Student Clearinghouse Research Center. The latest drop of 1.1% isn't nearly as steep as the record 6.5% decline over the first two years of the COVID pandemic, but it does not show any signs of a correction either. Here's the research center's executive director, Doug Shapiro. The rate of decline is smaller. But really, after two straight years of historically large losses in the number of college students, I think it's particularly troubling right now that the numbers are not climbing back, especially among new freshmen. The data did have some good news about historically black colleges and universities. It found enrollment at HBCUs have grown by 2.5% this fall. Children of the night, what music they make in Northern Virginia. Synetic Theater in Crystal City is staging a production of Dracula. Good evening, everyone. Please come and see Dracula at Synetic Theater. You will not regret it. Romanian native Dan Estrate says the role of Dracula is delicious. It's such a fun role to play because even though it's so dark and spooky and frightening to everyone else, I feel like he's just having fun. In addition to the play, he invites you to a special vampire ball on October 28th. It's a great party. 
party, it's a great opportunity for people to dress up, have a glass of wine or, you know, blood, whatever you're into. <laughs> Find out more on WTOP.com. Jason for LAWTOP News. Lots of political blood in the water in Britain. <laughs> the resignation of Britain's Prime Minister Liz Truss after only 44 days in office. We'll have more on the shocking resignation when we check in with Washington Post London Bureau Chief William Booth. That's in a few minutes. It's 3.07. Now more than ever, managing strategic cyber operational and financial risks in your supply chain is critical to protecting your projects and programs, as well as U.S. national security. Using advanced machine learning capabilities, Blue Voyant Supply Chain Command detects and remediates cyber threats, identifies foreign influence into contractors, as well as new or unknown vendors, delivers comprehensive industrial-based reporting, and provides real-time vendor reliability monitoring that reduces acquisition risk. Illuminate your supply chain risks today. Learn more at bluevoyant.com federal. Beautiful homes start from the floors up at FloorMax. This weekend, all in-stock wood floors are now on sale at FloorMax. Get up to 50% off oak, maple, and all in-stock wood floors now at FloorMax. Act now and you'll get 0% financing. Get your new wood floors at FloorMax now. Hurry, sale ends Monday. Visit FloorMaxFloors.com, FloorMaxFloors.com. See stores for selection and details. So glad you're with us on this beautiful Thursday afternoon. It's 3.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine's watching it in the traffic center. There are crashes all over the place on this uh, beautiful Thursday, unfortunately. It's 66 eastbound is jammed from Manassas into Centerville. The crash at 28 is blocking the left side. The westbound crash in the Roslyn Tunnel is clear, but traffic remains very slow. Up the hill, out of Roslyn, there's a work zone near Glebe Road, and the right lane remains blocked. 395 southbound jam from the 14th Street Bridge out of Arlington. Before Glebe Road, the crash was blocking the left lane. 95 northbound, slow out of Quantico. The crash near Dale City exit 156 is blocking the left side. Route 50 Arlington Boulevard at Prosperity Avenue. A crash in Bristow. A crash at the 28619 intersection. In Maryland a crash at the D.C. line on Suitland Parkway. Traffic is heavy and slow both ways to and from Naylor Road getting by that wreck. There is road work on 301 backing up traffic in two places. Southbound south of 214 and southbound south of Brandywine Crossing. Only one lane was getting by to the left. Route 50 west at the South River. Fire rescue finding a new crash. Eastbound traffic is slow toward the Bay Bridge. Only two lanes are open. On the eastbound span, the crash in Adelphi was serious. Pedestrian struck. New Hampshire Avenue was closed at last report. Northbound north of Metzerat Road. 270 northbound getting heavy into Gaithersburg. Southbound, the crash after 85 was reported along the right side. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Well, let's go to Storm Team 4 now. Latest forecast from Mike Stiniford. A good deal of sunshine this afternoon. It'll be breezy, but that's a southerly wind, so that means it will be warmer. Look for a high in the low to mid-60s. Fair skies and chilly again tonight. Lows will be in the 30 suburbs, lower 40s near the district. Good deal of sunshine again on Friday. It'll be a little bit warmer. Look for a high in the mid to upper 60s. Sunshine Saturday morning, increasing clouds Saturday afternoon. Mild with a high near 70. Cloud cover on Sunday, a chance of some afternoon showers, mainly east of I-95. Highs low to mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stenerford. The only color I see out there is blue. 62 degrees at DuPont Circle, a chilly 59 in Germantown, and 61 degrees in Annandale brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on 
long fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 310 on WTOP, the political turmoil in Britain reaches a peak. Today, British Prime Minister Liz Truss says that she will step down after just 45 days on the job. It makes her the shortest-serving prime minister in British history. The Conservative resigned amid bitter party infighting, and a resignation has sent the UK into even deeper economic and political uncertainty. I cannot deliver the mandate on which I was elected by the Conservative Party. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. Joining us now with more, Washington Post London Bureau Chief William Booth. Thanks so much for being with us this afternoon. Uh, happy to be here. So no love lost here. I mean, she couldn't cobble together much support in in weeks. Uh, no, uh, Liz Truss is toast as prime minister. Um, this is mostly because she uh, proposed an economic plan that was very kind of aggressive on tax cuts. Uh, and the markets, the bond markets, the stock market, the currency market for the British pound uh, didn't like her plan. They thought it was unfunded, that she would be borrowing money to pay for these tax cuts, and they um, they reacted against it uh, fairly intensely, and then she never really recovered. She's She's gone now. So it's up to the Conservative Party to pick a new prime minister. What is going to happen here in the days ahead? Well, and they say they're going to do it quickly in a week, but I don't really believe them. And they haven't been super competent at picking people so far, but uh, they say that Liz Truss is going to go and that the parliamentary party lawmakers, so the, the, the lawmakers in, uh, in parliament right now who are conservative party members, will, will go through their lists and pick a, pick a consensus candidate to replace Liz Truss. But this is a very divided uh, conservative party. They have a, a center wing, a right wing, a left wing. They're, they're not in any agreement at all. So I don't I don't see that happening maybe as quickly as they hope. Uh, they might be able to come up with a candidate um, or a new a new person to take over, but but I would wait and see on that. Meantime, the last prime minister who was forced out, Boris Johnson, is uh, possibly throwing his hat into the ring. What do you think of that? I think I would never count Boris Johnson out of anything. <laughs> it would be it would be a super quick uh, return for him. I think he's barely on his Caribbean vacation and one trip to the U.S. for a, a large speaking fee. But I mean, you know, Boris always said, or Boris supporters always said, you know, you're going to miss Boris Johnson. Um, you know, he had problems, but he was competent and kept the party going. So it's not unreasonable that people would look to him for maybe a return. Whether it will happen. I mean, we're going to know more in the next couple of days, but it's not it's not impossible. In the last 30 seconds here. What has this whole episode done for Britain's standing among the rest of the nations of the world? I think it's kind of trashed Britain's standing. I mean, I think Britain was seen as the adult in the room, a big member of the G7, a competent run country, a healthy economy, good democracy, everything else. Um, but they've um, they've kind of screwed this up in the last few days. I think they're they're lower in the polls uh, in the global mindset than they were before. Washington Post London Bureau Chief William Booth. Hey, thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate it. Anytime. Happy to do it. Thanks. We'll check in with Frank Hanrahan. Frank Hanrahan in sports next. Three fourteen. Republican Congressman Denver Riggleman has a message for his fellow Virginians. Listen up. This is not a typical political ad. 
I'm a Republican congressman saying nice things about a Democrat. Abigail Spanberger. In Congress, the parties sit apart and don't work together, except Abigail. I'm Abigail Spanberger, and you deserve a Congress that works for you. It's why I've stood up to the leaders of both political parties, leading the charge to ban Congress from trading stocks against congressional pay raises and supporting term limits. She's trying to change Congress and make it work, and she's ranked the most bipartisan member of Congress from Virginia and fifth in the country. In the CIA, Abigail worked counterterrorism. She puts country first. That's why I support Abigail. I approve this message because Congress needs fixing, but I like a challenge. I'm Abigail Spanberger, candidate for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Spanberger for Congress. What if road trips didn't have roads? What if there were no interstate highways to travel on or breathtaking national parks to travel to? Luckily, we'll never have to ask what if. All thanks to federal workers like you. That's why GEHA offers health and dental benefits exclusively to federal employees and retirees, military retirees, and their families. Because everything GEHA stands for starts with you. GEHA. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. What is up, George Wallace? Well, Hillary, we've got uh, Washington Commanders news. Jahan Dotson, who's missed the last two games with a hamstring injury, pulled up today during warm-ups and uh, had to be attended to by the trainers. Now, yesterday he said things were in, heading in the right direction, and it was going to be basically day-to-day, but he felt good, hoped to play this week. Don't know now. We'll see what happens, but he did uh, pull up with that hamstring today. It's a tricky injury, as we all know, but Washington gets the Packers coming to town on Sunday at FedEx Field. Thursday night football, Cardinals-Saints tonight. Baseball, ALCS game two. Houston takes game one last night from the Yankees playing long ball four to two as uh, tonight is game two. NLCS will switch to Philadelphia after the Padres took game two yesterday. That series tied at one. Capitals on the road this evening at Ottawa having won two straight games. College football tonight, Virginia at Georgia Tech. Coming up at 345, media day in College Park. We'll hear from the new head man, Kevin Willard. George Wallace, WTOP Sports. All right, George, thanks. Top stories we're following for you right now on WTOP. Virginians have a few more days left to comment on Governor Glenn Youngkin's proposed policy changes that will impact transgender students. One change would require parental consent to use any name or pronoun not on the student's official record. In D.C., a student loan program that's forgiven thousands of dollars in debt is ending at the end of the month. And Mayor Muriel Bowser is encouraging more folks to apply. Those who qualify include anyone who's worked in public service over the last 10 years. And Liz Truss has resigned as Britain's prime minister after a chaotic and historically brief term in which her economic policies upset financial markets and prompted a rebellion within her own party. Keep it here on WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. In other news, experts believe a mini baby boom here in the U.S. is due in part to telework. It follows uh, predictions that the pandemic would lower the birth rates as the number of births dropped here. But Axios reports that economists now believe remote work and an economic recovery have changed all that. Experts say the birth rate has climbed by 6.2% when compared to the 2015 to 2019 trend line. Coming up in Money News. The Dow is down 80 points. Maybe the end of Eat Bertha's Muscles. I'm Jeff Glabel. Oh my gosh, it's 318. <laughs> 
traffic and weather on the 8th. Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Lots of traffic challenges. We're going to stick to the main ones right now in Virginia. 66 eastbound slow Manassas to Centerville. The crash near 28 was on the left side. Westbound, the crash in the Roslyn Tunnel cleared, but traffic stayed slow because of activity closer to Glebe Road that had the right lane blocked. They should have both lanes open as of a couple minutes ago, but slow traffic with tolls in effect for solo drivers now. Westbound on 66. 395 southbound. Heavy and slow from the 14th Street Bridge past the Pentagon. The crash near Glebe Road was minor, but at last report it was still tying up the left lane. 95 northbound. Heavy and slow out of Quantico near Dale City exit 156. The crash on the far left side. 50 Arlington Boulevard at Prosperity Avenue. A crash reported. Maryland DC line caller says if you are coming in on Suitland Parkway all lanes are closed ahead traffic is sent onto Naylor Road and near the metro station Naylor Road cannot get to the Suitland Parkway there is some outbound traffic slowly getting by coming out of DC slowly getting by that crash on Suitland Parkway in Maryland on two, uh, two, uh, 650 New Hampshire Avenue, northbound traffic was stopped at Metzerat Road to investigate a serious pedestrian crash. On Route 50 westbound near the South River, the crash response had a lane blocked. Eastbound, it is slow from Cape St. Clair past Sandy Point. There are only two lanes open on the eastbound span of the bridge. There's no two-way traffic. 270 northbound, slow traffic in Gaithersburg in the wake of a mobile work crew. Southbound, the crash south of 85 in Frederick should now be clear. Slice up the savings at Whole Foods Market. Frozen pizza is 35% off through November 1st. While supplies last, Prime members save an extra 10%. Shop in store or online. Terms apply. Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Totally dig in this weather. Here's Mike Steneford. Good looking weather pattern for the next several days for this afternoon. Lots of sunshine, breezy at times. It'll be warmer. We'll get up to a high in the low to mid-60s. Fair skies tonight. It'll be chilly. Lows in the 30s suburbs, lower 40s in the district. More sunshine on Friday. And the warming trend will continue. A high in the mid to upper 60s. Mostly sunny skies Saturday morning. Increasing clouds Saturday afternoon with a high near 70. A chance of showers Sunday afternoon. Many along and east of I-95, highs low to mid-60s. I'm Storm Team 4's Mike Stineford. Do not spot a cloud in the sky outside the glass-enclosed nerve center window. It is sunny. We've got 62 at Reagan National, 61 at BWI Marshall, 61 at Dulles. Brought to you by Len the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up. The largest civil penalty for housing discrimination ever imposed in the U.S. Happening here, I'm Christy King. 321. Here's Scott Clark, the Vice President for Technology Strategy and Solutions at Maximus Federal. On the discussion, data-driving customer service. Sponsored by Max. The insights that you get from your frontline personnel, again, both in an active and a passive mode, can be just as informative as the information you gather in your CX modalities. You know, the technology to enable analytics of those conversations is, is certainly a great enabler. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Maximus. Decades of experience in delivering programs for the federal government has given Maximus a unique view of how to accelerate delivery of citizen services. Across the government, Maximus deploys the right mix of expertise, technology, and data analytics so that citizens have better experiences, agencies respond faster, and overall missions get accomplished. For more information on what Maximus achieves for defense and civilian agencies alike, visit Maximus.com federal. Is your bathtub not working for you anymore? Long can help. 
I'm Katie from Long Baths. A beautiful walk-in shower not only modernizes your outdated bath, but provides beauty for years to come. We'll take out the old and bring in the new, complete with your custom choices. And we always clean up when we leave. Expert installation to easy financing, Long does it all. Get your free estimate today. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. This is WTOP News 323. The Pentagon's laying out how it'll help troops and dependents seek reproductive health care services after the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Many major military installations are in states where abortions are now illegal, and troops who serve there have worried about what would happen if they got pregnant and needed an abortion. Defense Chief Lloyd Austin says the Pentagon will provide travel funds and support for troops and dependents in those areas who seek abortions or other services. Austin says it will also boost efforts to protect the privacy of their medical records. The new policy is seen as a key way to keep recruiting and retaining service members. Sagar Magani, Washington. Three D.C. companies are being dissolved after being found guilty of discriminating against people using housing vouchers. Those companies will also be paying the largest civil penalty for housing discrimination ever imposed in the U.S. The companies and their executives paying $10 million in fines handle 15 apartment buildings in D.C. Darrow Management Services, Darrow Realty, and Infinity Real Estate. We believe that their conduct was intentional toward the type of community that they wanted in their um, residences. Nadine Sacker of the D.C. Attorney General's Office is one of the attorneys who worked the case. Voucher holders did not fit that community. They did not want to have these black single mothers, elderly people in their buildings in wards one, two, and three. In the district, Christy King, WTOP News. The Department of Homeland Security is looking to sort out a growing number of cyber reporting rules. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas says DHS is working to streamline cyber incident reporting requirements with both U.S. agencies and foreign governments. Mayorkas was speaking this week at the Singapore International Cyber Week Summit. Back in Washington, the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency heard feedback on new cyber incident reporting regulations for critical infrastructure at a public meeting this week. CISA still has to write the rules, and industry associations urged the agency to avoid duplication with other reporting requirements. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. WTOP at 325 Money News. Every half hour, 25 and 55. Where do we stand right now, Jeff Claybaugh? Final stretch of trading, Sean. The closing bell a little over half an hour away. The Dow is down 125 points. The S&P 500 index is down 32. That's almost 1%. The Nasdaq's down 74. That's a little more than a half percent loss. Existing home sales fell to a 10-year low last month. Down for the eighth consecutive month. Closed sales were down 1.5% from August, down almost 24% from a year ago. It's all about mortgage rates, and they keep climbing. A 30-year average rate is now more than double what it was a year ago. Freddie Mac says it climbed to 
6.94% this week. That's a new 20-year high. A year ago, 30-year rates averaged just over 3%. A landmark Baltimore restaurant in Fells Point is headed to auction next month. Bertha's, known for its fresh mussels, will stay open through the end of the year. Bertha's has been run by the same family for 50 years. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. Now that's sad. Money News brought to you by Parsons Corporation, transforming the battle space. Parsons operates in every facet of the all-domain battle space. Join them in delivering innovative defense solutions that enable a safer, smarter, and more connected world. Imagine next by visiting parsons.com slash careers. More on today's resignation of Britain's prime minister and later this hour. Researchers say running might actually be good for your knees. 326. Let Meadows Farms Nurseries help you prepare for the winter with mulch madness. Four bags of shredded hardwood mulch for just $15.55. That's four bags for $15.55. And these are the big bags. Three. A financial plan isn't just about money. It's about what matters most to you, like protecting your family, supporting your community, and building a legacy for future generations. At Northwestern Mutual, we start with a conversation about the life you want to live now and years from now. Whether you're paying down debt, saving for college, or planning for retirement, we have an eye on your bigger picture. Get access to our financial expertise at harlem.nm.com. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, headquartered in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 